Hey everybody, how's everybody doing today? It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in Orem, Utah. And I'm just looking out the window here and it's just bright and sunny. And I'm looking forward to getting out a little bit later today. Um, got some plans that uh, I need to get out because I spent so much time in my truck and uh, delivering packages and stuff. Last couple of days has just been like horrendous. Um, no, it's been really bad. Weather was terrible yesterday. It was snowy and rainy in price, and it's never fun uh, delivering uh, packages <laughs> in the snow. Never is fun. Hey, listen, I was just uh, wanted to get on here to, uh, just to follow up on a couple of, um, you know, uh, things that happened this week. Uh, I made mention of the, um, the filters um, that the... Um, the porn filters that the uh, Senate here had passed this month and the House had signed it earlier and the Senate had, had voted on it and passed it and it was being sent to the governor's uh, desk for signature. Anyway, this week, uh, Tuesday, the governor um, made an announcement that he had signed this this bill and um, requiring porn filters on all cell phones and tablets to be uh, automatically set when you purchase these these uh, items. Uh, the bill is HB 72. Of course, it's aimed, it's aimed at establishing filter requirements and enforcement for tablets and smartphones activated in the state on or after uh, January 1 of the, when the measure takes full effect. Now, here's the problem with this. Um, there has to be five other states that have identical uh, measures put in place, and then not to mention the the constitutionality of of the law itself, whether it's going to hold up or not. My guess is it's never will. Um, the manufacturers that don't abide by the law could be fined up to ten dollars for each violation with a cap of five hundred. And uh, like I said, five other states have to uh, pass the measure to take to, to go into effect. Cox said he uh, considerably, uh, would consider it carefully. He apparently considered it and signed it this week. And the bill's uh, sponsor, Republican Susan uh, Pulsiver, uh, she was grateful for that Cox signed the bill, which she said was aimed at keeping porn away from children. And I listen, I appreciate that, and I, I support that. Um, you know, I, I want to make myself clear. I'm not a, I'm, I don't support porn, uh, pornography. I think it's a scourge. I think it should be eliminated, um, but I believe that there's ways to do that. And the best way, and I talked about this before, was education. And um, I believe that that is what's going to do. Not having our our legislators who feel like they're doing this the right way, uh, I don't believe it's the right way. I don't think it's going to accomplish what they, what they feel it's going to accomplish. Um, I think that they ought to spend more time educating uh, the dangers of pornography like they did in 2016 when they declared pornography a public health crisis and they set up a coalition. Um, I think it was the um, former governor, Herbert, that um, set up a 50,000 uh, Utah fund uh, coalition against pornography as a private nonprofit group to fight pornography. I think that that's what they had to do and do marketing and do campaigns and things like that to educate because you're just going to put you're just going to put these filters on all these new phones, and parents are buying these things for their kids, 
um, you can look at it a couple ways. Um, I don't know about you, but I had I had four children, <clears throat> six children actually. When I was married, we were, had six of us together. Of course, all of them we went through that you know when they were getting to be teenagers and getting old enough to talk about sex. We had all had that talk about you know sex and things like that, and we decided that if they were going to ask us questions about sex, then we would have the discussion about sex. And uh, so a lot of times we had talks in the car when somebody would ask us, uh, you know, like what a period is or something like that. And that would evolve into a whole talk about sex. And we were pretty straightforward and pretty blunt with our with our kids when it came to when it came to that discussion. To me, you have to have the same kind of discussion about pornography and lay out your your principles about it to your children. Um, I mentioned a little while ago, uh, a couple uh, episodes ago. Uh, that I was taught a principle uh, a long time ago that if you teach you teach people proper principles and let them govern themselves, that's what you have to do. And whenever the government wants to step in and try to do something good by by mandating that these things be automatically put on your phones, I just don't think it's the right direction to go. I really don't. I I just don't. Uh, think it's going to get the results that they are looking for. Anyway, so that's what uh, that's what took place today in um, in U- in Utah this week, which is take it how you take how you want to take it. But uh, that's my thoughts on it. Um, I was also scrolling through some of my uh, my wonderful messages and things like that, and uh, came across uh, some funny titles, uh, things that. Uh, I wanted to share with you as well. Um, one of those, let me hold on. I'm just trying to find it here. Give me one second. Uh, boom. No, that's not it. Give me one minute. All right. Here's the. Here's one that I thought was kind of interesting. And I and I checked this out. And I checked this out too, just to make sure that it wasn't some kind of like spoof or something like that. Because some one of my friends posted it. And I didn't believe it, so I kind of like researched it up. And yeah, it's it's a it's a thing. Um, I don't know how serious serious it is or whatever. But here's what here's what he wrote. He says Kamala Harris uh, will go one on one with Bill Clinton on Friday to talk about, of course, the impact of COVID nineteen, which Bill Clinton's an expert on, I guess. Impact on COVID nineteen on women and empowerment empowering women and girls in the U.S. around the world as part of a Clinton Global Initiative event. When I first read this, I went, this has got to be fake. This has got to be like um, like a story that The Onion put out or something like that. I said, Yo, you got to be kidding me. Kamala Harris is going to go talk to Bill Clinton, who's got to be the, the, the worst womanizer and abuser and user of women that I that personally in my lifetime that I have run across. And now they're going to go have a discussion about empowering women and girls in the U S and around the world. You got to be kidding me, right? You got to be kidding me. Uh, I am going to follow this. It's supposed to be like a two day event. Um, and, uh, so I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping this is just a joke, but I thought it was kind of hilarious. Um, so who, who knows if it's true or not? Um, I'm interested in finding out. Anyway, um, <laughs> a couple other things I kind of ran across that were kind of funny too. Uh, just a little, little this is actually kind of cool. <clears throat> Another friend of mine uh, posted this. He sent a picture 
of uh, from the Deep Space Climate Observatory. And I don't know if you've seen this picture or not, but it's really cool. I'm going to put it on my on my website, uh, Rob Scott, uh, Rob, Rob Scott com. But it's the it, what it is. It's a picture of the moon um, that were passed between the observatory and the Earth, allowing the satellite to capture the rare image of the moon's far side of the full sunlight, which is kind of cool because you don't normally see that. You only see because of the uh, because of the tidal, uh, the moon in its it's tidally locked, uh, you know, to the Earth. We don't see that. And it doesn't rotate, so we don't see that side of the the moon and it was it's really kind of a cool picture it's got a picture of the earth and then the moon is off to the left and the bottom and it's completely different view from what we normally see uh from our you know our our wonderful earth that we live on i'll put that up on facebook but i thought that was kind of a cool little uh cool little thing that i saw today another one was a, a, a a little quote that i thought it was kind of cool and it says this i and I, it says, I think I can conclude that the timeout generation didn't produce as good of citizens as the ass-beating generation. <laughs> um, ain't that the truth? Um, I, f- I feel like a lot of these kids, if they would have had a good ass-whipping you know, when they were younger, they wouldn't have the attitudes and stuff that they have today. And uh, Dr. Spock and all his uh, crap that he uh, put out there as far as, uh, you know, there's just some things that just need to be, uh, you know, uh, nipped quickly, and that's the way. You, that's to me. That's the way you should do it. Um, not that you should go out and beat your children. I'm not saying I'm an advocate for beating your children at all, but uh, you know, whenever I disrespected my mother or listened to my brothers and sisters disrespect my mother uh, and say something that was derogatory or offensive to her. Uh, out of nowhere, uh, my dad's hand would come along and give you a good smack on the mouth. And that look that says, you will never, ever, ever disrespect your mother like that again. And we didn't. <laughs> and we didn't. And, um, and that was called loving respect for our parents. And you don't have that today. Um, I've seen so many videos of of uh, kids who are just unhinged going after their parents and calling them all sorts of names and being disrespectful to them. And they think they can just say whatever they want to say because, oh, my parents won't do anything or they'll back away because they're afraid of in today's world. Well, tell you what, a little punishment like this doesn't never hurt anybody, never hurt anybody. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. Anyway, um, today I've got, uh, well, this week was kind of good at uh, working as well. I, uh, I uh, was on my route, and I had stopped at this house, and I, I think it was like episode 19 where I talked about these two dogs that uh, I usually go to, and they're always out front. And this one was a bit, this big white dog, and I can't remember what the name of the dog was, sorry, um, it was massive. It was on the, it was on this, the proportions of like a Newfoundland. It was huge and it, the nicest dog in the world. And, um, always come up to me when I get out of the truck and he would get up in the truck and sniff all the boxes and stuff. And he was just seeing what was going on. Right. And, um, I think his name was Bloxy or something like that. I called him Boxer cause I couldn't remember what his name was. Anyway, 
I was making a delivery to this same house the other day, and these two uh, these two women came out and uh, gave them their I gave them their package, and the one woman she says to me she goes hey I hear you do a podcast, and I kind of like you got to remember I'm out in uh, out in Price Utah Elmo Utah if you Cleveland Utah. And for somebody to come up to you and say, hey, you do a podcast was like, that was very strange. It took me back a little bit. Anyway, I says, yeah. I says, yeah, I do. I, uh, it's uh, Rob Scott's podcast with a view. And she goes, yeah, I heard that you, you talked about our dog. I went, yeah, I actually did talk about your dog the other day. And I don't know if it was her mother or or what had, uh, had uh, that's who I had contact with, you know, and she's the one that told me that the, <clears throat> that the dog had passed away. And so I told her, I said, yeah, I, uh, I heard that your dog passed away. And I was really, I was really crushed that he had died and he was young and uh, it was a surprise and not, wasn't expected at all. And it was, it was, uh, and he was always nice to me, you know, uh, a lot of dogs aren't very nice to delivery people at all, <laughs> you know. So she goes and she asked me what the you know what the podcast. She goes, I'll t- I'm going to listen to it. And I says, Well, go ahead. I says, I think I have some pictures uh, up on my website. You can check that out as well. So I told her all about that. So she was going to check it out. Um, that was uh, I told her about the other dog that I uh, called Mr. McGruff. That uh, it's kind of like a he's a golden retriever and he he was always out in the street. And I I posted a picture of him on my website and uh, he, how he's always out in the street. And he's, he's the same way. He's very curious, always wanting to know what's going on. And when I would stop and make a delivery, he'd always climb in my truck and, and he would do the same thing. He would sniff all the packages. And then I would ask him nicely to get out and uh, he would climb back out and then I would move on my way. And then he would go and post himself in the middle of the intersection again. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, I hope you girls uh, enjoy my podcast and, uh, I try not to butcher his name next time I uh, next time I talk about it. Uh, today I've got a lot of stuff going on. The best thing I've got uh, going on is I get to go out uh, and have lunch with my oldest daughter Olivia. We were trying to plan a, a birthday uh, lunch a couple of weeks ago, and um, darn it, her husband you know asked her out, and so I took a backseat to to them, which is fine. So I get to go out to uh, go out to lunch and catch up with her, and and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, my other daughter Meredith, I still have to get a. Actually, I'm going to dinner with them tomorrow. Going to dinner over at their house tomorrow, and I still owe her uh, a lunch um, a lunch date as well. So, and I am going to be outside most of the day today. It's a beautiful day. Mountains right outside my window. It's just all snow capped. It's great looking. And uh, day's promising to be a, a good day. So listen, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to say thanks for listening. Um, I hope that uh, life's going well. I hope everything's going well. Uh, remember to be safe out there. Um, we're still kind of in a in a this COVID mode until it gets uh, you know till this. Virus is under control, and um, the vaccine is given to everybody, and hopefully that'll, you know, get us somewhat back to normal again. I hope so, because I'm really kind of to the point where I'm really tired of this. And um, so be safe out there. Appreciate you listening to me, 
and I will catch you on my next episode.